The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the ninth chapter. Jesus and the disciples went on from there and passed through Galilee. And he did not want anyone to know, for he was teaching his disciples, saying to them, The Son of Man is going to be delivered into the hands of men, and they will kill him. And when he is killed, after three days he will rise. But they did not understand the saying, and were afraid to ask him. And when they came to Capernaum, he was in the house, and he asked them, What were you discussing on the way? But they kept silent, for on the way they had argued with one another about who was the greatest. And he sat down and called the twelve, and he said to them, If anyone would be first, he must be last of all and servant of all. And he took a child and put him in the midst of them, and taking him in his arms, he said to them, Whoever receives one such child in my name receives me, and whoever receives me receives not me but him who sent me. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, Amen. Amen. In 1964, before a title fight against Sonny Liston, Muhammad Ali recited a poem about how he was going to win this fight even though the odds were against him. And the most famous line from this poem is when he says of himself, I am the greatest. For Ali, being the greatest meant being on top, winning. And the twelve apostles could not have agreed more with Ali. However, in today's gospel reading, Jesus redefines the greatest. To be great in the kingdom of God, you must be on the bottom rather than the top. You must be last rather than first. And you must lose rather than win. The twelve would not be great by winning a fight, getting rich, or becoming king. The path to greatness for the twelve is by caring for children. Something Jesus does himself in the Gospel of Mark. In Mark chapter 5, Jesus resurrects Jairus' child. In Mark chapter 7, Jesus exercises the child of a Syrophoenician woman. And in Mark chapter 9, he heals an epileptic child. And then later in Mark, he says that those who cause these little ones, these little children, to lose faith in him, they're very, very close to hell. It's hard on parents who break their children through divorce. And then at the end of Mark chapter 10, he's very, very hard, rebuking the 12 disciples from prohibiting children to come to him, to be blessed by him. And then, of course, Jesus serves children ultimately by dying for them on the cross, rather than sacrificing them. Caring for children is serious business in the Gospel of Mark because it means caring for Jesus. While the twelve were lost to this way to greatness, not everyone misunderstood Jesus. Three women, in fact, understood what Jesus was talking about. Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of Joseph, and Salome. See, in today's reading, Jesus connects his death and resurrection with caring for children. 
And how they're connected is that when Jesus is crucified, the world sees him as the least, the one who is on the bottom, the one who's last, the one who loses. But in this upside-down kingdom that Jesus is creating, when Jesus is crucified, that's his greatest moment. It's his greatest moment because he is the servant of all, giving up his life as a ransom for many. So to care for Jesus in that moment, his greatest moment, is like caring for children, which is the greatest thing. And the only ones who did this in the Gospel of Mark were these three women. They were able to connect the dots between caring for children and how that actually prepares them to care for Jesus. They are the ones who cared for Jesus all the way to the cross. Those are the three explicitly mentioned following Jesus and sticking with him to his crucifixion. And these also were precisely the three that on Easter morning cared for Jesus by bringing spices to anoint his body. By serving the last, by serving the child of God, Jesus himself, these three women became the greatest and were the first ones entrusted with the resurrection message. In the resurrection, the last become first. Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of Joseph and Salome, were the first to hear about and the first to speak of Jesus' resurrection. They are the ones who went to the twelve. So, lest we think that Jesus is stereotyping genders, we must remember that today, in the Gospel reading, Jesus is explicitly telling twelve males to care for children, while he, as a male, is caring for children. See, in today's Gospel, Jesus is fulfilling Malachi 4.6. That says that when the Messiah comes, he will turn the hearts of the Father towards the children. Jesus shows what every man and woman should do for children. They are to gather them up, put them in their midst, and hold them close. Close to their heart. Jesus shows them this because these are precisely the places that Jesus belongs. We are to gather up Jesus, put him in our midst, and hold him close to our hearts. The line between caring for children and caring for Jesus then helps us rethink our relationship with Christ. Caring for children means serving them. It doesn't mean using them to serve our purposes. Caring for children means receiving them as gifts. It doesn't mean treating them as something to be controlled. Jesus' teaching shows us that if we do this to children, make them serve us, control them, we're going to do that precisely with Jesus. Think about how often do we use Jesus for our own purposes and demand him to do what we want. Now, in the Gospel of Mark, he actually has an example where children are put into the service of adults and treated like objects to be controlled. 
This is, example is when Herodias, the wife of King Herod, tells her daughter to ask for John the Baptist's head on a platter. See, this poor child is caught up in the evils of adults. Her stepfather uses her for his own desires, and her mother uses her for murder. While they might have been king and queen, they were not the greatest, because they made children serve them and put themselves first. In today's Gospel reading, Jesus has it the other way around. He sacrifices himself before them. Caring for children prepares us to care for Jesus because there isn't any worldly reward. There's just the resurrection. That means we're set free from seeking greatness through prestige or riches or power or fame. Christ shows us that the only way to be the greatest is to gather up children, bring them to church, to be baptized, to put them in our midst so that they might hear God's word. The forgiveness of sins. And then to hold them close and bring them to the sacrament. And then at home, the way to be the greatest is to get down on our hands and knees and care for children. And perhaps when we then are on our hands and knees, we can see this as practicing prayer. Or perhaps when we pick up a child, we can see that as practicing picking up our crosses and following Jesus. Or when we hold a child close, we can see that as practicing holding the Christ child himself. However we see it, we must remember that Jesus is close to children. And when we are close to them, we are close to him. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.